backstage passes, and zero to 60 in a super stretch limo? Yeah, that's just how we roll. You're listening to the Mousecapades Radio Network. Listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 706, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all of the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades Podcast is a part of your story travel company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. Just text us. We have Vicki or myself, Stephanie at 636-395-0544 or email us at yourstorytravel.com and we'd be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 is going to hold your resort and ticket package. So just go ahead and contact one of us today. First of all, listeners, you may be wondering why there's only two of us and that is because it is spring break week and I am not in Missouri near Stephanie as usually I am. I'm in South Carolina, so I was afraid with um, all the internetage issues, it would be easier if there were just two states in here instead of trying to do four states, which is a lot of times what happens. So, so we're solo tonight, guys, just us. But we've got tons to say, so we're not worried. We'll be able to fill the time. We know how this works. So Steph, I'm sure you saw this because this was a huge controversy, especially since my nieces and nephews band were getting ready to leave and are currently right Um, in Disney World, they were at Hollywood Studios today. Um, There was a high school marching band that came from Texas and they made national news while they were there. It seems that there was a video Port Neches Grove High School from Texas was there for Disney and they sent a videotape into them. But at first, one of the news places reported that it wasn't the song that they had turned in. But the fact was, it didn't send the whole routine in. So once they were already started, well, let me back up. Before they walked out at the gate at Frontierland, like right by Splash Mountain where they come out, they all had their headdresses on. Now this has been going on for years. They had a standing like visit to Disney World. I don't know how many years, I know at least 10 because I saw videos that went back that far. Um, But they had headdresses, but those are also known as war bonnets. So they had their war bonnets on, but the rep from Disney said, uh-uh, this is not fit our inclusion. We are not offending people. You're going to have to take those off. And they let them know that that was in the video. And that part was in the video that they sent into Disney. But she said, mm, I think it's going to cause a problem. But apparently she didn't listen to their routine before they went there, which I think now they will be doing. She just, I'll get onto that in a second. But one of the things that they said was that they were going to scalp them. Scalp them is part of the words in their, in yeah, was part of the words in their cheer. So Disney spokesperson, Jacques, I think it's Jacques Whaler. She said, we regret the performance that took place as it did not reflect the audition tape that we submitted. We have immediately put measures in place to ensure performances reflect the auditions. I'm going to say that they're probably going to have to perform for the spokesperson before they go out just from now on. That's my guess. They did not say that, but that would be the measures I would be putting into place if that was my job. I mean, at least send in the tape. 
Well, they did, but you mean send it in the whole performance so they could yeah. see the everything. Record the entire performance, like a video so you can see what they're wearing. Like it needs to be like right. dress rehearsal style. So I know Kaylee was like appalled and I'm not saying that I wasn't, I'm saying it's Texas. And as we all know, Texas kind of does what Texas wants. <laughs> I mean, they do. And I really felt bad for the kids because some of those kids are pretty sheltered and they, that's how they were raised. It's kind of like my in-laws and how they act sometimes because of the way they were raised. They didn't go to school like school is now and they don't understand everything that my kids see or heard when they were in school. And they don't, you know, just almost ignorance. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean that you've been kept sheltered so you don't know that that's wrong. Because those kids, some of them did not understand this is what's been going on in their town since they've been little kids. These girls weren't wanted to be Indianettes their whole life and now they don't understand why they can't because in where they live it's okay and I'm not saying that's right or wrong I just you know yeah they just they don't realize any of it is offensive because it's never been offensive to anybody that they're around because that's how they grew up and what they knew right and they've just never realized it's offensive I told Kaylee that's what you have to think of I mean she's being raised in the middle of the country first of all and she is more aware of it because she's a teacher. Yeah. I feel like that makes a difference too because we're constantly made aware of things that we need to be conscious of, that our students are not doing, that we stop it if it happens and that kind of stuff. And I said, I think that's why you're so upset because you know what's right from wrong. Hope springs eternal. Let's talk about something good. Well, I have some exciting news then. Um, I know you have clients currently at Disney right now, and so do I. And they were lucky enough that they could have seen the Dapper Dans because the Dapper Dans have returned to Main Street, USA, and they've been gone for two years. Yeah, a long time. I mean, I love when this stuff starts to return again because it, it has it's been way too long. Um, so the Dapper Dans have been performing on the back platform of Main Street train station and on the Main Street trolley but this week the guests were able to see the Dapper Dans back at it on Main Street USA singing and making jokes among the thousands of spring break guests they perform they perform classic songs like the small world super califragilistic and many more so like when Vicky and I were there you could see them on the trolley yep and it was like a quick whoop little thing where they would just make their way by and you catch a part of a song, but now they're back in their normal spot doing their normal routines and it's pretty awesome to see them. And Kaylee would make fun of me because I cannot think what those things are called that they carry around, that they like, they're almost like bells, but there's more than one bell on each thing that they shake to keep their pitches or whatever. I'll have to ask her what it is and I'll tell you next week. So listeners, be ready for that because Kaylee, the music yeah. major, Kaylee, the music teacher will help me. Um, I should know that, but I don't, I can't think what the name of them is, but they have the, you know what I'm talking about, Steph? They're nope. metal, they're like metal pipes. They're all different sizes, almost like what an organ, a pipe organ looks like, but they carry them around and they shake them and they give different pitches and um, hmm. they do that while they're singing. And I noticed that they had those back out again. And I'm sure it's because again, they're back out and about, and let's hope that they get to stay back out and about. Fingers crossed. Well, I'm going to do the, some more womp, 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 because you know, gotta do that. But right. according to CNBC this week, 
Disney CEO Bob Chapik and former CEO Bob Eger had a falling out like long time ago. Um, they're not keeping in contact with each other, but the falling out actually happened right after Iger resigned. And as we know, um, Chapik took over right before the pandemic started in March of 2020. Well, that's when Iger agreed not to lead Chapik on his own to have to handle the company during such a difficult time, which I thought was very nice of him. But apparently Bob Chapik, not happy about it. He was furious and he told the media he, um, he didn't need help. Like he was frustrated that he thought that he needed his assistant and he did not need his assistance running the company. But ever since Chapik read Iger's comments in the media, his relationship became heated. And um, they said it may take everyone a long time to come to trust Chapik since Iger was the CEO for 15 years, but that sources say, sources that wanted to remain anonymous, I might add, <laughs> say that Chapik is a skilled and determined operator. Chapik's CEO contract only runs through February 2023, which I found very interesting. Ooh, let's hope he stops yeah. after that. I guess time is going to tell us if he is the skilled person that the anonymous source wanted. I guess they didn't want anybody to come to their house and beat them up since he has such a bad right. mind. But, but uh, I thought that was a really interesting article. I, I know that there were some pictures, and I think we even talked about it a couple times, pictures where they were together and you could tell it was very uncomfortable for them. Like they didn't stand, I mean, I know we were in a pandemic, but they stood more than six feet apart. I don't get this. So Chapek is mad that Iger told the media he was going to stay and help because he didn't need any assistance running this. Like he's, he's mad that somebody offered to help him. Yes. During a difficult time. Right. You know. Somebody who has experience is going to try to help you like this doesn't make any sense to me this just makes me like Chapek even less I know that's what I'm saying he volunteered to stay and end up staying two years longer than he originally because it wasn't it originally I thought it was supposed to be 2019 December and then they moved it to 2020 mm -hmm. and then he didn't feel like he could leave so he stayed until 2021 so I feel like it was almost two years he stayed because it that was his life I mean since he was 23 years old he didn't want to see it crash and burn. I don't think that was a bad thing. And I honestly don't think that Chapek is making it crash and burn. Right. Um, he's not making it what Walt Disney wanted it to be. Right. True. It's it's not a place now that we can afford to go to all the time. Are they still making a profit? Absolutely, because they've raised the prices so much that yeah, of course they're making a profit. But it's it's in a different way now. It's right. not by letting people go and enjoy themselves multiple times. It's like, because you have just emptied our pockets, that's why, and that's how. Yep. So it's kind of unfortunate. Um, a little bit more unfortunate news. Uh, I'm gonna talk a little bit about COVID. So back to that COVID thing, right? I know. <laughs> We've kind of been trying to get some sort of a, a new normal I, COVID's not over, it's not going anywhere, but we're just trying to get back into the groove of things and normalizing things a little bit. Um, and China just took a turn, guys. There's a new variant that's running rapid over there. And when we started talking about it, it was like, okay, new variant, what's new? There's been tons of variants that have been happening, whatever. Um, but it just closed Shanghai Disney again, which is, we didn't have happen for a while so that means this one's pretty bad um they closed on monday march 21st due to this new covid 19 variant and it's spreading rapidly 
China is actually saying that they're facing the worst wave of COVID since the original outbreak in Wuhan um, with cases of the highly infectious Omicron variant surging over um, 1,500 per day nationwide. We hope and pray that China and um, we hope and pray for China and we also pray that this isn't going to spread again like it did before where all of a sudden countries everywhere were facing the same kind of closures and things going back to the way they were in March of 2020. So our our fingers are crossed. <laughs> We're saying lots of prayers, um, but right now Shanghai Disney is closed. Yeah, I want to keep looking at everybody's smiles. I don't know about you, Steph, because we were were you still in masks when you left to have the baby? Kind of. We we went like a week and a half where we could take them off, and then oh, right. we had them back on, and then we could take them off again. But everybody had the stomach flu, so people were just keeping them on. <laughs> True. Well, there's two pairs that are fairly new to our school and I never saw their faces below their eyes. And they came by and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so good to see your face. And they said, I was just thinking the same thing. Because, mm -hmm. you know, and then kids that we saw that we didn't know from the eyeballs down. Yeah. And you're, you're like, oh my gosh, you're so cute under that mask on. Yeah, it's, it, it's weird because you don't even recognize people without their mask and it's weird to think like I knew you for this long and I didn't even recognize you without a mask on well and today you know we had to wear a mask in the airport and then on the airplane and we had the two flights because it didn't get non-stop this time but that's another story anyways I heard somebody say it's been a really long time since I wore a mask this is really hard and I was thinking it hasn't been a really long time for me but it still was a little challenge this morning I was like Oh yeah, we have to wear masks. I mean, I have my purse in case the more says that they want me to wear them or if I go to the doctor, you still have to wear them. Even if your yeah. city or whatever where you live, people says that they don't do it outside of there, the medical buildings are still making you wear them. So please don't blame the doctors and nurses and receptionists because it's not their fault. That's just for safety. So yep. I vaguely remember this next um, event Disney Vacation Club members are excited because the Moonlight Magic event has returned to Epcot. I don't know the last time they did this. I want to say 2019 because I barely remembered this, but um, it's back and guests get a brochure listing exclusive entertainment, available attractions, and food and beverage, op food and beverage options. And this is, again is at Epcot. The guests get three snack certificates and they're given a wristband so they can access the exclusive entertainment after hours. Moonlight Magic has a new shield logo featuring the earth at the bottom with a hidden Mickey on the earth. It's pretty cool looking. And the characters can be seen intermittently between 10 p.m. and 12.30 a.m. All the characters are Disney villains and they are rare, like the ones we don't normally see. The Big Bad Wolf, Honest John and Gideon, Pain and Panic, Kronk, and some others. Uh, Journey into the Imagination with Figment, Test Track, Soren, and Living with the Land are open for the event. In the World Showcase, partygoers can ride Frozen Ever After, Grand Fiesta Tour um, with the Three Caballeros and Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Spaceship Earth was supposed to be open, but they were having technical difficulties on the very first night that it reopened. And the World Showcase was closed between Norway and the France Pavilions. The Harmonious Barges, you know, those ones that Sarah loves so much. Sarah loves. Right? <laughs> Thinking of you, Sarah. 
lit up in blue for this event. Disney even had DJs playing around the park from 10 until 1 a.m. Steph, I don't know about you, but I was glad when I read this article that they're doing more for DVC members, doing more for anybody, but especially for the DVC members because they do pay more even than we do because they pay a yearly maintenance fee along with the original amount that it cost to purchase, which sometimes is as much as a house payment. So does this cost, this event, is this a... I didn't find a price. It just said because there were Disney, it was option like they had to sign up for it. Hmm. Like they got a special email and then they were invited to it. And if they wanted to do it, they could get a special band for it. And that's what happened when uh, they got to ride Remy's Ratatouille. They sent them a special armband so that they could get in the park to ride Remy's Ratatouille. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about Good. it. Good. I am glad. I'm, I agree that they deserve something as well. So that's nice that they they get that. This sounds amazing. I wish I was a DVC member. Yeah, I would really. love to be there, but good for them. Yep. So over at Grand Floridian, um, we know that they do things big for Christmas, like those life-size gingerbread houses that are incredible. Well, they also like to do things for Easter as well. So right now for Easter, Guests can now see 25 hand-painted eggs. The eggs are made of chocolate and other sweets, and one of the eggs is the 50th anniversary Cinderella's carriage egg. Each egg that was created was inspired by another movie. So we have eggs that would represent like Luca, they have Rhea, and the last dragon. They've got um, the white rabbit, Ratatouille, Encanto, all of you, Encanto fans, they have one for that. I know that that's been a lot of like talk about what's Disney doing for Encanto? This movie is huge. How are you going to incorporate it in the parks? So, I mean, we got an egg. <laughs> They've got <laughs> Up and Piper. They have um, Winnie the Pooh, The Avengers, Treasure Planet, Lilo and Stitch, Frozen, and there's lots of others too. So if you're going to be in Orlando, even if you're not going to the parks, you can still stop by the resorts and check out these cool things happening at the resorts. So you can stop in um, at the Grand Floridian, take a look around and check out these eggs. So if you've not seen those, I don't, I'm not sure Teddy would think they were cool, but I think that Lucy would really like them. Um, there's, if you Google it, you can see it. They have them on some of the vlogs, but I felt like the vlogs didn't do the eggs justice like the pictures do. I mean, yeah, I didn't feel like the video was as good as the pictures where I feel like somebody that took the pictures really took the time to capture it. And that egg Cinderella's carriage is humongous. I was trying to think like what to compare it in size to, but it's huge. Like the other ones might be 12 inches tall and 10 inches wide, but that egg has to be close to a foot tall. And, um, it's all made out of chocolate and sweets. It, it's yum. So what do they do with these chocolate eggs afterwards? That I don't know, but they are selling minute, not miniature, but like, I think they're six or eight inches tall chocolate eggs that are filled with jelly beans that you can buy. They now have a stand that since this article came out, they put up a stand there and they're selling those now. So you can get a white or a chocolate egg with some kind of imprinted design on it. And then they're filled with jelly beans. And I'm sure they're gourmet jelly beans, but the eggs have uh, GF on them for the Grand Floridian. But yeah, cool. I don't remember that. I think they might've had one or two, but I don't remember this huge 
display of them. So I think that's that was a smart thing on Disney's part because that's one of my favorite things to do at Christmas. It's gonna be one of everybody's favorite thing to do at Easter now. Yeah. So a short notice was sent to the travel agents the other day informing us that Walt Disney Travel Company will be pausing all new bookings for private ground transportation until further notice. The brief statement read as follows. New bookings are currently unavailable for private ground transportation to and from Walt Disney World Resort and other surrounding areas. This Walt Disney Travel Company package add-on will be unavailable until further notice. Due to unforeseen circumstances, some existing private ground transportation reservations may be impacted. Affected guests and travel agents will receive a phone call if their reservation has been impacted. Uh, but it is the job of the guest to locate a new way. Um, so they're encouraging taxis, rideshare services such as Uber to take the place of it. Now, this created a rumor. You wanna guess what that rumor was, Steph? What? That Disney is going to bring back the Magical Express. Really? It's a rumor at this point, and we, but we know that a lot of times rumors we hear come true. Yeah. Um, they're not being able to handle the transportation the way that they thought that they could. And there's been so many glitches with mirrors. And even though it's not got the Disney name stamped on it, they told people this would be available, this would be a choice. And I feel like they figure, I'm not saying they're not gonna charge us. I don't think they're gonna bring it back for free. I mean, that would be fantastic. Maybe they can bring it back for a, sh a smaller cost than Mears is charging. I don't know, but I just, I don't get how they, how it's not working. Like it's the exact same thing. They were using Mears before. This is still like, how is this not working? Well, they're not using the Disney system. They created a system of their own. So, mm. and I'm sure Disney wanted to sell that. I don't know this part for sure. I'm speculating, but everything has a cost. So, you know what I'm saying? That yeah maybe they didn't want to sell them their system i've been um doing um, ace private transfers and my client who's there right now she said that's like her been by far her thing that she is most happy that she did that's um, awesome was to do that private transfer because she said they got in to the airport and i think it was like 10 something at night and it was still the airport was packed Yep. And the lines were long and she had somebody standing there with a sign that had her name on it. That's awesome. What is it? Ace Luxury Transportation? Mm -hmm. I have somebody going in June and I told her I was really leery. She wanted to do mirrors and I, I, I'm just, I've heard horror stories and I don't want my customers to have that kind of a, no. a visit. I want it to be magical from the time they arrive. So. I have somebody leaving in like two days and she's just going to do an Uber or a Lyft. And those are fine too, if that works for you, yeah. I mean, it's just her and her daughter. And so buying a luxury vehicle, you have to pay for at least four people on those. So it's not worth it for her, but like it's, it's gonna cost the same amount if you just do an Uber or Lyft. So just take the Uber or Lyft and don't wait in a giant line that is a headache. Well, I have to tell you, this is not, I mean, it's not part of our show. They're not getting any money or they're not paying us to do this. But one of the best things that somebody hooked me onto was Turo.com, T-U-R-O.com. And I don't know if I talked to you about this or not, Steph. I thought I did, mm -mm. but um, it's a company that was started by Airbnb. They're separately owned, but the idea came 
from people renting their houses, well, these people buy cars and rent them to people like a travel agency, except for they show up. So today, it was amazing. And we did, we used one at Christmas time when we were in Orlando as well. They're all over the country. You just have to go on there and look for where you are. I would suggest, someone suggested to me, just pick the ones with five stars. There's plenty of them. And we texted the lady. She already knew that our flight had landed. She was waiting at a little spot that they have at the Myrtle Beach airport. And we told her that we were at the valet parking. Now keep in mind, this airport's not as big, but they have the same kind of thing because we got one at the Orlando, at the Orlando airport. I know they have them in Atlanta too, but um, she met us with this beautiful car at the valet, just like you were dropping off family members, only she was giving us this car and then she waited there for someone to come and get her because it's a business they run. Her husband was bringing a convertible Mustang to another family when we were being picked up, but it's competitive pricing and these vehicles are in impeccable shape. I can send you pictures when we're off here. That's not gonna help the wow. listeners, but it is, a really cool service and I hate to you know not try to take business away from budget or enterprise but none of them are making giving us any money I'm I just like to give tips to people that are traveling because I got this tip from somebody and it's been a gold mine for us the prices are way cheaper than the regular places and you can choose just like you do with them to do full coverage insurance if you don't think your insurance will cover it um, ours will cover so much so we did partial we did like uh, minimal coverage or something with through her but the prices are well at Christmas time my prices were twelve hundred eighteen hundred dollar difference than a regular rental place and we had a Tahoe wow yeah a Tahoe wow. was going to cost us like anywhere from three hundred I mean excuse me three thousand to thirty eight hundred and we had just rented one the year before for a thousand bucks per week and so we were like what <laughs> so anyways listeners if you're out there toro.com I totally recommend it for all over the country, not just Disney World. It's very nice. But keep in mind, if you do it at Disney, that you have to pay for parking at the resorts. So it's... Yes. Decide what's important to you. However, with, like we said, our clients who are waiting for a while for buses, I would just be driving. Because right. then you, you have to pay for parking at the resort, but you don't have to pay for parking at the parks. Right. Exactly. So I would just go ahead and drive to the parks and not have to worry about the buses, even though the buses are supposed to be the like perk of staying. <laughs> but if you're waiting for that long on a bus. So housekeeping services at Walt Disney World Resort Hotels are returning to their original schedule pr um, from prior to the COVID-19 pandemic shutdown. This means that cast members are going to clean the rooms more often. This has been kind of a complaint. Um, yeah recently from a lot of people like why housekeeping includes making the beds fully cleaning the bathrooms wiping down all the surfaces replacing the amenities as needed vacuuming and dusting every other day the clean schedule of disney vacation club resort rooms has not changed disney vacation club members can purchase additional cleaning services if they need to this is going to be done at Disney's Riviera Resort, Old Key West Resort, and Saratoga Springs Resort on May 20th of 2022, oh, March 20th, 2022. It's already begun at the following resorts. We've got Animal Kingdom Lodge, Disney's Boardwalk Resort, Disney's Contemporary Resort, Grand Floridian, Polynesian, Wilderness Lodge, Yacht, and Beach Club. Good news. So, I mean, some people were complaining, saying it didn't ever happen. Like, well, it depends on how many days you're there. So like the clients that I have that are there right now, they're going to get one visit because they're only there three nights. So, I mean, 
I don't know, I didn't mind it too much. It was kind of like when, um, now we got a kickback from it when it was prior to the pandemic, when they would ask you if you wanted it and you didn't, and then they would give you $10 a day on, yeah. on a gift card or whatever. Well, they yes. had a big thing of towels by the elevator. How hard is that to pick up your own towels? And then all we had to do was say, can someone drop toilet paper off in our room in the morning or whatever mm -hmm. soap if we needed something can sometime today, can somebody drop it off in our room? And they did. And so I don't know. Well, that's, that was my beef with it. I used to get a discount for opting out of it. And now you're just not going to clean my room, but I don't get the discount anymore. <laughs> like that kind of made me frustrated. It wasn't like I was bothered. I still got the same amount of non-service. It's just before I got a discount for it. Yes, exactly. So the construction walls that have been so familiar at Epcot now point the way to the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind attraction, which is expected to open at the end of May. I'm so excited for this. It feels like it's been happening forever, ever. It'll be broken really good when we're there. <laughs> yes. Hopefully they will have it up and running instead of like, and it's down again, and it's down again. I feel like True. that's what happens when things open at first at Disney. Work continues on the Connections Cafe and Entry. Um, oh, sorry, Cafe and Eatery. Um, Imagineer Zach Ridley showed more concept art for the new cafe this week. A new mural has been installed at Connections Cafe and Eatery too. Work continues on the outdoor portion of the queue, but it appears to be nearly complete. And we're ready for Disney just to go ahead and open the ride to guests. Um, yes, yes, yes. I, <laughs> I'm still laughing too, though, like that the walls the wall yeah <laughs> like oh yay well they point to the i'm like get rid of the walls can we just get rid of the walls <laughs> but they don't just have a joke or a quote from wall now they say it's this way folks so that yeah did seem a little exciting i can understand but i know what you're saying it's kind of overwhelming when you first go in there if you've not been since the construction started if you have been then you're like oh it's still there <laughs> It's just so, it just takes away yeah. from like the ambience. Well, the beauty that was, that used to be behind the orb versus what's there right now mm -hmm. is, is really bad. Cause you used to have that beautiful fountain with the lights. And now if you can even see over the walls, it's a big pile of dirt <laughs> and concrete. So, and there's no way to take away from that. When you're on the monorail, you're going to see that. Right, 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 right. So this was kind of a sad thing. I'm glad that I actually did this and I don't know that you have ever done this stuff, but this week, the spirit of Aloha dinner was announced that it's never returning, it's gone. It closed during the pandemic. It was a dinner and a show kind of thing. They had hula dancers and then they had a little, it was a cheesy play. It was kind of like watching Saved by the Bell if you ever watched that show. It was cheesy, but it was Disney and it was cool. We liked it. And there were fire swirlers and fire eaters or whatever there. There was lots that of cool things. amazing. It was, and the food was so good. It was really, really, really good. And it is no longer. They are going to build something. I did see this. Yes. They are projected to open this new project in late 2024, which in all honesty, is not that long when you're considering what they're gonna be building. It's inspired by the early concepts uh, for Disney's Polynesian Village Resort 
The new villas will sit on the shores of the Seven Seas Lagoon. In addition to more rooms, there will also be new recreation offerings and dining options. So right now the Polynesian has 380 Disney Vacation Club villas, including the Bora Bora bungalows, which I don't think I knew until this week that was their name. So the interesting part of that, did you see, I put this picture so you could see it stuff because I know the listeners yeah. can't. So if you wanna see what the, the new renderings are for the newest part of the Polynesian, but I wanted stuff to be able to see it. So the vloggers are saying that these buildings do not go along with the theming of the Polynesian, not in their minds. They said, remember back to the Reflections Resort that the Disney started prior to the pandemic over in River Country? Well, that project got canned. First, they said it was shelved, and then they said it was canned. And the rumor is that Disney found a sinkhole over by where the River Country property was, which would make sense with all the water and everything that they had going on over there. So um, Disney didn't want to waste the plans that they'd already had some architect to make. So they just had them do some adjustments. And now this property, which was already gonna be part of the Disney Vacation Club, which means more money for Disney, they decided, oh, well, we'll just put it in this land. We'll not bring back the spirit of Aloha. We'll put it between Polynesian and Grand Floridian. And it kind of goes along with the Polynesian theme. And now it'll be part of that. Um, I don't know if you remembered us talking about that at all, Steph, or not, but we had been talking, I know in the last couple of months about we there were these, what do you call those when they have to file for something for the state or the city? Uh, they, put, they put in the plan. It was some sort of plans that they Right. And we were trying to speculate. What is it? Yeah. What would we like it to be? Well, apparently this is what it is that they were filing for. Uh, I just think it's interesting. I watched several vloggers and they all said the same thing. And they're all unhappy. People right. are not happy about this and these rooms. No, I, I thought there was... It's all going to be DVC stuff. Well, you can still rent it like you do Animal Kingdom Lodge and Grand Floridian. But it's isn't just, it going to be cheaper than what Polynesian was? Not from my understanding. Okay. See, and I thought they were going to offer something that was a more affordable option, which I was like, why is everybody so mad? I'm good with something being more affordable. From, I mean, I haven't done hours and hours of studying on this. I, I listened to three or four vloggers and I read a couple articles, but... I don't think so. Um, yeah, this building, it doesn't look, um, for the people who are listening, it, it looks just like a normal, it could go anywhere. It's just a very generic looking building. I think it's the more modern than it's Polynesian. Polynesian. Yeah, the only thing that's Polynesian-esque about this is that they have palm trees yes. all over the place. That's it. It's the stuff on the outside that they did to make it look nice. It's just this building could be plopped anywhere and be just fine. It's nothing. It's it's nice. It's still nice, but it's it's not. You don't look at it and go, ooh, that looks like Hawaii. Right. And I think that that was the other thing that I heard a lot of from them was a lot of the original Disney uh, Imagineers and stuff have now retired or even ones that were there that are not the older ones that came in like the 80s and 90s, still, they used to make sure everything, the theming was everything. But now we've kind of lost sense of that. Again, they're blaming Chapek for that, but I think that that could have even been happening before he came on as much as I'd love to blame him for everything. Um, I, I don't want to blame him for this because I think that the renderings for that reflections was in place prior to his his taking over. So um, I don't know. 
I thought it was really interesting though, because I wondered the same thing. I'm like, isn't that the building that they said they weren't building anymore? But I couldn't remember the name of it. So that's why I was researching a little bit deeper because I wanted to know more about it. On a side note, I'm trying to get this lady that I met at scrapbook camp. Yes, that makes me a dork. Um, I forgot to tell you guys that there was a lady that sat across from me that went to river country when she was a little kid. And she told me what a blast it was and that it's sad for her to go there and not, and think that river country is not there. And I said, but wasn't it gross? And didn't you have to worry about alligator, you know, and all that? And she goes, we never even thought of that stuff. And she said, now I do because, but I'm like, you were in their home. Didn't you wonder that? <laughs> I didn't even know what river country was. You need to watch it. Joey knew all about, you know how Joey is. He knows real random Disney facts. And he had watched several YouTube videos on it. So you should just watch some YouTube. It really did look fun. But now okay. it seems disgusting because it's like a lake hole or a mud hole with water. And now we don't do anything that's not, and that's Brad's thing. I don't do anything that's not chlorinated. You can get diseases. You can catch things. Animals can bite your toes. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but it was, it looked amazing. And I, and for her, I, the things that she was telling me, I'm like, can we, please, can you do a trip report for me? And she said, we'll talk at the next one. So I'm going to keep hitting her up until she comes on because she told me a lot of really nostalgic things about Disney that I'd never met anybody that did all that stuff. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I'm for sure going to YouTube that. Yeah, you should. It's pretty cool. The kids probably would like it. Um, it kind of reminds me, a couple of the scenes that I had they had on the YouTube video reminded me of scenes from Pollyanna, which you pro I don't know if you've ever watched that on Disney Channel or not. I mean, the Disney Plus or not. But I love Pollyanna with Haley Mills. That's a fun movie. I have some more exciting news. Yay, we need more exciting news. Yeah. Well, I already kind of talked about Guardians of the Galaxy and like, getting me excited for that but now I'm gonna go over to Magic Kingdom and get you excited for drum roll please Tron. <laughs> yes um, guests and bloggers have seen the Tron ride vehicle being tested on the track on Thursday March 17th guests could see cast members working on Tron from the big top area um, or while they were riding, you know, people move around in Tomorrowland. The ride cycles are black with white wheels that will light up once the ride is up and running. The ride vehicle was spotted beneath the canopy near where the coaster will launch. There are large pieces of plexiglass set on the ride to act as passengers to ensure while they're testing that guests won't hit anything while they are riding on Tron. Please make sure you do all yeah. the testing. <laughs> um, there's a pulley attached to the front of the train. And as the ride vehicle is tested, workers were spotted making yellow marks along the track to help them know what they need to work on. Disney's going to continue testing this um, vehicle, of course, many times, just moving the vehicle along the track before it begins testing the ride with real people on it. Disney still hasn't revealed an opening date for this one, but I mean, to me, this sounds like positive news. I'm like, yes, you're moving things along. Right. It's happening. So Vicki, when do you think that this ride could open? So hope my hopeful guess would be Labor Day. But I'd be fine if they did it by October 1st, so it's open when we get there. That's exactly what I was thinking. Please have it open by October. 
and bring back the meal, the dining plans, okay? Both oh, yes. those things by October. We need it. Dining plans, please. Yes, that would be fantastic. Although they'll still have food and wine, so you could just go in it. When I go with my friends in September, we're doing two Epcot days because we're trying to show my friend. I don't know if she listens to the show. So if you listen to the show, Kelly, hello, Kelly. Ange does listen to the show. Hi, Ange. We're trying to show her that you can go as just an adult. She's never gone without her kids. And she's like, I don't know. I'm not a park girl. And we're going to, but we're like, we're showing you how to do this as an adult. So we're doing two Epcot days. Keith and I just booked an adults only trip for September as well. A weekend. Yay. Yeah. When are you guys going? September 24th. Oh, that's when we're there. Oh my gosh, really? (laughs) How fun. Yep, I already put in my days at work. We already booked our plane tickets. You got the plane tickets? Did you go through Southwest? No, we went through Frontier. It was super cheap. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Holy cow. Well, for our October trip, it's really expensive. For real? For some reason, I was like searching through and I found these really cheap tickets and I was like, hey, cat got home one day and I'm like hey Keith you want to go to Disney like just the two of us and he was like okay go ahead and book it and I'm like oh my gosh he said yes I'm booking it before he says no yeah well she's there on a business trip so she's staying at the Swan and Dolphin um from she'll be there from Monday to the Sunday checkout time so we're coming in on Friday night we're going to stay with her on Friday night and Saturday night and then I use my Clea card to we're going to stay at the Yacht and Beach Club um from Sunday until Wednesday and then we'll leave Wednesday night but I put my personal days in already so that they're on the personal day for Monday Tuesday um there was nothing available for like yacht and beach club when did you put this in uh January okay that's why like Martin Luther King's birthday weekend I believe I've got to stay in a pirate themed room (laughs) You need to make sure you bring eye patches and take lots of pictures. I know, right? That's hilarious. Well, thank you, Steph, for coming on the show with me. Thank you, listeners, for listening. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or text us at 636-395-0544. If you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us, Stephanie or myself, Vicki, at 636 636- Three nine five zero five four four, or you can email us at yourstorytravel.com. Just a reminder that a two hundred dollar deposit will hold your resort and ticket package reservation. And be sure to listen to Friday's show. We have some stuff in the hopper, so it's going to be a surprise to us all. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Well, Steph, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Have a magical day, my friends.